How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. You being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? You don't know that I got to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Oh, shut up, asshole. To the Black Guy with Tuss podcast with your host Rod and Karen, and we're back for another feedback episode. Which uh, a lot of people like the feedback format now. Yes, uh, they do. So you get an episode on Saturday. It's just not as long as the other ones, and it's strictly us talking to the people that talk to us. Yes. So, uh, um, you know, no further ado. I guess we should get right into some podcasting. I mean, everybody already knows the unofficial sport of the podcast is the ball. And the official weapon of the podcast is... The Taser. And uh, I actually put a word out that we're looking for someone to do us a logo. Um, mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> it was funny. I talked to this dude that's like a professional artist. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know he was, you know, a professional artist. I was just like, yeah, we need something made. Um, and we talked about what kind of logo we wanted. And, mm-hmm. You know, we got some ideas going. And then I was like, so, you know, I'm thinking maybe we do this for, you know, hey, we pub- we'll put this as our logo for on our site, on our webpage, on the Facebook. So people will be seeing your art all the time. Um, 
But, you know, I don't have any money. I mean, I'm not making money off this, really. No. So, uh, you know, they quoted me a price at the end. It was like 250 and I was like, sorry for wasting your time. That again. <laughs> I felt so sorry bad. For wasting your time. But he was like, real. he was like, oh, man, it's no problem. It's not a waste of time, you know. He's like, that's the cheapest I do stuff for. So, who knows, man, what what exactly. Uh, His full prices. Yeah. yeah. But, um, anyway, man. Don't forget you can call us and leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. Mm-hmm. That's 704-557-0186. Um, and speaking of voicemails, let's get right into some voicemails that people left us. Yes. Um, let's play these. Hey, what's going on, Rod Karen? I got a, uh, first of all, this is Montoya's Kate on Twitter. I've hollered at you a couple of times here, Rod. I, uh... I randomly caught a hold of a, a topic of uh, an officer beating up, well, trying to stop a fight at school and end up breaking one of the kids' jaws in the process. Oh! Now, I don't, so much on that topic, I'm not, I don't really care to dwell on that too much because we can go back and forth all day whether he was wrong or, you know, we're getting the whole story or not. But my real deal is, why do we have police in the school anyway? I remember, I mean, they were in, the, in school when I was going, but prior to, that wasn't normal. And what I want to know is, are the officers there to protect the kids from outside interference? Or are they in there to protect the kids from other kids in the school? Because it seems to me that that's all they're doing is breaking up fights. And then getting in trouble when a little more force than people being necessary is used. And I'm done. That's it. I enjoy y'all's show. Me and I put my wife on it too. Y'all keep up the good work. All right. All right. Well, thanks for that email, Thank man. Thank you. And, uh, email. I mean, voicemail. <laughs> I, I know email. Speak now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, thanks for that voicemail. <laughs> and uh, as far as cops in the school, man, I mean, I think it, their job is twofold to protect the kids from the outside, but. Uh, more importantly, probably is to keep protect the kids from each other, man. I mean, I would like to hope and think that maybe they can cut down on some of the bullying going on in schools yeah. and some of the fights going on in schools. I mean, it's not like those fights and things were good when I was a kid. It was not. It wasn't a good thing to me to think. I'm going to have to fight somebody today. You That's know? true. And on top of that, not only are they there for the students, they're also there for the teachers and the principals and all that stuff. Because you do have some crazy kids that might decide to jump on the teacher. You, so right. you need, so it's like their job is almost to protect the environment from itself, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point because a lot of times when kids raise up on a teacher... If a teacher were to touch a kid, it would make the headlines. Parents would yes. come up there. Yes, regardless if they were right or wrong, regardless if they were justified. Because for some reason in our country, we feel like the 50 cents they take out our check pays the teacher's salary, and we got the right to teach a teacher like shit. And life don't work like that. Yeah, it's funny, too, because, I mean, the teachers are really the babysitters the, yes they are in a lot of cases they're the parenthood figures for a lot like, of these children yes they are so it's really it's really crazy how hard we go on teachers and their responsibility to and we children don't pay them nothing. but we don't go hard on parents at all like when parents do something fucked up it's like well it is that person's son if that's how they want to raise them you know but let a teacher raise a hand to a kid or uh, you know, say something untoward towards a kid. 
um, you know, that it, people will get crazy. But I guess in all fairness, the teachers these days do fuck the kids. So, I mean, you yeah, got to keep... I mean, you, maybe the police, the police is there. there for, to protect everybody being raped and yeah. being robbed and uh, molested. Boy, the police officers, like, they, their job is tough nowadays. Yeah, they need to bring back 21 Jump Street with these. <laughs> need some undercover kids, police. I know, right? Uh, let's go to the next voicemail. Um, let's see here. Hey, Rod, Karen. Uh, this is Magna Prime, member of your Twitter family. I was calling to once again compliment you guys on the work you do for the show. I think it's been increasingly getting better, and I look forward to more of your Skype interviews. I have two topics I just want to share with you and get your feedback on them. Uh, I know that there is no love lost between Rob and the Redskins coach, Mike Shanahan, had to listen to you on the morning, Jones, a couple of times. <laughs> but I have an interesting theory about him. I think that Shanahan might actually deserve a sports Nobel Peace Prize by some of his past work. Uh, you might be familiar with uh, different ideas that are spread by guys like Bill Simmons about how they say that they're upset that uh, Shanahan likes to use the tandem back system. So I was thinking to myself, well, by him using that system where he might go through two or three or maybe even four backs in a single game, he has actually reduced the amount of wear and tear on those guys over the course of the season by doing so. So that's just a theory that I have. Uh, also, I want to get your feedback on the situation where allegedly there's a 15-year-old who maybe got to porn with the reality kings, and I, I read something where she might have had like a suicide attempt because people found out about it. I, I don't know if it's true. I really haven't done a lot of research into it because it's not that important to me, but yet it's interesting. But uh, I was just wondering, like, how can reality teams make a mistake like that? I think that's the company that uh, that had the alleged 15-year-old in it. I mean, I'm not into doing crime and shit like that, but, I mean, on my driver's license, they got a couple of holograms, some watermarks, things of that nature. So I'm wondering, <laughs> you know, it seems like they should have known something. They have to be careful because I'm guessing if it did go down, if they did put it online, that's going to be a federal crime. And the FBI have been stacking up wins like Alabama has in the regular season of football. So roll tide on that, too. But I love the show. Uh, please let me know what you think about what I just dropped on you. And I will continue to listen and spread the word. All right. Well, thanks for the voicemail. Yes, the voicemail. Um, and all right. The first thing. Yeah, you're right. Shanahan probably has reduced the wear and tear on some players through their, um, you know, through his multi-running back thing. But he's also done that because of injuries sometimes. Uh, and sometimes he's actually had dudes get injured. This last season, I think they went through four running backs by the end of the season. Wow. Um, they, uh, they were just putting guys in and they were just, like, getting hurt immediately. Um, matter of fact, the running back for Cleveland, his name escapes me right now. Um, uh, his, the running back from Cleveland right now was on the Denver team when uh, 
I believe when Shanahan was there and was like the last dude to just he came in, had a killer game, and like broke his leg in the same game. Oh. But um. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, the only thing I don't like about Shanahan is how he's playing this thing out with Hainsworth in the media. Yeah, I don't care too much for that either. Keep that shit in-house. I really, it's, I know that he's just trying to play the media and he's trying to play a lot of these dumbass, envious fans against Albert Hainsworth because Albert Hainsworth is a fat dude, Albert Hainsworth is black, and it, it, he's ac- actually exercising the his uh you know his right to do what he wants because he actually has the money to do it just like most of us if we had the money to do it it's a lot of stuff we wouldn't put up with yeah we would want some input on our on our job and that's really what he's saying is hey this thing that you guys want to do I'm not right for it you promised me we weren't gonna do this and people are still like nah fuck that you know what I'm saying like you're wrong meanwhile we all want to be in that position um as far as the uh, 15 year old porn star. Um, first of all, why do we call all of them porn stars? Yeah, it's they all not porn stars. Yeah. Um, because if she was a porn star, it'd be a lot of niggas in jail. So, first of all, Sasha Gray is a porn star. That's a star. You say her name and people go, oh yeah, I know her. That I know is, what she looks I've like. I've seen her on several tapes. Yeah. This girl is not a porn star. She did one porn. Like, do I can be 15-year-old porn actress or... I don't know. Anyway, her name is Bianca Moore. And the story basically is that she gave the, uh, supposedly, she ran away from home and gave fake ID to the people who do reality, uh, what is the name of this, uh, I think it's called Reality something, Reality Kings, that's the name of the company. She she shot a scene with Reality Kings, they put it on the internet, and then they found out, uh uh-oh, she looks just like this runaway girl. Oh, this fifteen-year-old runaway girl. Wow, but she lied to them though. She had a Twitter account and everything. People were taking pictures. She was taking pictures of it, and then I don't know about the the suicide. I haven't heard about that, but um, it, it's it's like even if she's you know uh, seventeen, which is now the new rumor is that she's only seventeen. She's still not supposed to be able to do porn. No, and these guys are supposed to. Check um, ID. Yeah, they are. They, yeah, it, it is. It is. Even though she lied, it still is their job as a rep. Any type of reputable organization. I mean, damn. Nowadays, you you can't. You have anything that looks like it might be a criminal record. Damn it, you won't get high from McDonald's nowadays. So how can she get in there and do a porn? Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny when I say that. It's like everybody scrutinizes and combs and and basically you have any form of a criminal background, you won't get hired for the most of my name jobs nowadays. So this is partially their fault for not for, for their human resource department because everybody has one <laughs> nowadays. I don't even care if it's porn. We still got to be sure you ain't got AIDS. I, I wonder what a human resource department at a porn. Of uh, company is like oh it's probably OGBYN human resource department <laughs> <laughs> like what exactly is uh, the sexual harassment training there damn you think the jet, you think the Jets locker room is bad yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know but uh, yeah man so it looks like that that story is still developing and they haven't really found out if it's true or not uh, this article I'm looking at is from September 8th so yeah and her parents you know. are gonna find and this and this is all gonna end up being a lawsuit anyway. Yeah, she didn't have no likely. business running away, but at the same time, they had no business hiring her. So let's go to the voicemail one more time for the last time. Cool. Bam. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Ty calling in. Uh, 
been a great week. You guys had some good episodes. Uh, just calling for a few things uh, that I wanted to talk about real quick. Bad uh, Girls Club on the ice. It was ridiculous. Uh, you, you covered pretty much everything I was thinking about, but uh, just, you know, some stuff I want to add in. Like, Kaylee, I think she's like a, she's like a punk. Like, you know, she's supposed to be the toughest girl in the house, but she don't uh, fly back and trash their stuff on the previous and uh, make herself look bad. You know, like, when she wanted to do something, she should have did it when Kristen had um, thrown her stuff out uh, during the episode and, and smashed her camera. She should have done, like, a judo chop on her or something. <laughs> instead of uh, lying back but uh, that's whatever I can't wait to see about that for next week hopefully they get into a fight I've been like, all these different reality shows and stuff I've been waiting for a good fight but I've been let down so many times I've been let down in the real world let down on this one uh, ah, it's just disappointing. ridiculous uh, just <laughs> hopes. but um Cat uh, uh, she wrote you know she wrote that letter I thought it was hilarious. I mean, you're not the pot calling the kettle black. Yes, she I mean, is. That's like uh, precious, uh, like right now, like leaving her fat friends for eating too much. You know, <laughs> that's not that word. Um, but who would have thought though that cat was like she's so in- intimidating person that like male strippers can't even have sex with her. Like somebody like, can't get her up. So I mean, Brandy got somehow. I mean, uh, and Brandon Antoine Brandy was in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name. But, um, yeah, that dude should have got, like, bee pumper uh, fill in for him because, you know, he make it squirt. <laughs> but, um, I sent you a link for, um, Pinky. Like, she's rapping now. And so I was thinking, you know, what if Pinky and uh, bee pumper, they formed, like, a rap duo? Uh, they probably be one of the biggest rap duos of all time. I mean,. They could, you know, make like a, a porn music video and instead of like sex talks and moan sounds, they can uh, rap their verses and stuff. And so uh, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. I'll probably buy that DVD slash uh, CD. But uh, the last thing I want to talk about was um, Charles Barkley. He came out, uh, I think today or yesterday, which would have been Friday or Thursday, that, um, that he accepted money in college. But I think Rich Bush is the wrong person he should try to defend uh, because of the fact that yeah. Charles said that uh, he repaid his loans and, you know, Rich didn't. So um, college players, yeah, they should get paid because of the stuff they have to do whenever the school makes so much money off of them. But, I mean, this is like Richie, you know, he should have just paid them back. They gave him out, but then the life was free. So it was a couple hundred grand out of several million that he could have made, especially with endorsements and stuff to keep his name. I'm dirty. I mean, I'm clean. Other than that, though, uh, keep up the good work. Ty Diamond signing out. Peace. All right. Well, thanks, Ty Diamond, for writing. Thank uh, you. Writing. For calling the show. <laughs> and you ain't got no sum of your juice. What's wrong this morning? I don't know. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I must have got up too early. Um, But, okay. First of all, yeah, Brantwan Dyson, she did get some. Yes, yeah, she did. She um, got it in. And, yeah, Cat's letter was highly ironic. The whole yeah, and it was funny how yeah. they was playing in the background. All the stuff she was talking about, they was playing her doing it all. That was hilarious. Yeah, everything she's like, you spit on people. They show her spitting on somebody. Like, yes. Um, as far as uh, uh, Brian Pumper and Pinky getting together, um, I think they should get together and make a porn musical. Have we? Has anyone uh, done that? Has anyone done that yet? It'd be the first one in history. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, you get there's a couple other porn stars that 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 spit on the mic and also spit on the dick, probably. Like, why ah, don't they just all get together? 
and make and make like one of the bangingest hip hop collaborations slash porn tapes of all time. Well, you know they would have to bring our section back on uh, BET. You know this the video they took off the air. Uncut. Yeah. No, uncut ain't got nothing on porn. I'm sorry, uncut no. and porn a little different. No, yeah, I know it'd be different, but they wouldn't call it uncut. But they would have to play real late at night. I don't know if there's anything late enough to show <laughs> late enough. <laughs> that shit. Um, I'm surprised Brian Pumper never got on Uncut back in the day anyway. I know, right? Um, as far as Barkley taking money, man, um, you know, I, I, man, I used to be a big Barkley fan um, when he was in school. Um, but that dude's just an ass clown, man. He's a clown, man. I, I can't defend him no more because he's all over the place. He's shitting on LeBron. A guy who, other than that fucking announcement, never did anything wrong. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And then he's a fucking hypocrite because he did the same thing, but he waited too long in his career and wasn't able to get a championship because he waited too long. He was too, quote-unquote, loyal to Philadelphia. And now he wants to shit on LeBron for making a move out of Cleveland, a city where nobody wants to go. Say that again, folks. At least, folks, we'll go to Philly. Come on. Right. It's just, a, I don't, it's embarrassing at this point. Defending Reggie Bush is ridiculous because Reggie Bush should have paid those people back. Yes. He, not only that, man, he has so much money. And I've heard somebody say this. And when they said it, it made sense. He could have actually let it go to court, signed paperwork, paid him anyway. Because he ended up paying him in the long run. Yeah. So pay these people, make them sign papers to say, I don't want to ever hear about this shit ever, 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 ever again. Or I'm going to sue you. And yeah. nobody would have, this wouldn't even hit the news. But I know he runs in life, but this is some shit that I don't care how far you run away from, it's going to catch up with yeah. you. Yeah, he he thought he just going to outrun it. You can't outrun that. Yeah, you can't hit the L1 button on them charges. No. But um, the thing is, like, he didn't lie to the feds. And it's sad that it got it got escalated up to the fed, feds because, like you said, if he took care of the money... Everything would have been smoothed over real nice. And um And nobody would even have heard about it. I can't this. I mean the only thing that I and it's kinda sad, but I kinda am okay with this Reggie Bush situation is because I feel like for the most part, athletes in division one football get fucked. For the most part. Yes, they do. You go out there, you get hurt, you bang around. Most of y'all ain't going to the fucking pros. Nope. And the ones that do, you know, hopefully, you know, you make it to the pros without getting hurt and all this shit and you get paid. But Reggie's one of those people that I kind of root for the fact that he was able to come out of that system and say, fuck y'all system. Yeah, I took money. No, I mean, I'm not going to admit it, but everybody knows I took money. That's right. I really don't give a fuck what happens to your school. I was just there doing my time until I can make my, my real money. And, you know, until and they... And everybody wants to get mad, but at the same time... I kind of understand his standpoint on that because basically y'all made money off of me. Y'all made money off my jerseys. I'm seeing coaches flossing, you know, Chancellor flossing, everybody around me doing all this flossing. And I sat back and didn't take anything. And then, you know, I do. And all of a sudden it's an issue. But everybody around me got money but me. That makes no sense. I agree, man. I just think I, he's the bad guy to root for just because he's, he's a POS and he's He's a simp, and he's like he's, he's not the, the the hero in my eyes, but Dude. it's one of those like good for him. Somebody fucked their system. Who cares about their system? I, no. If I was a college player when I got out, I'd just be like, yeah, I was taking money, I was doing this, because that's the only time that the kid can't get in trouble. 
Yeah, because you're grown. You got yeah. real money now. There's nothing they could do. They can't come and suspend you. They can't come and take no gains away from you. If they do, the university gets hit. And, yeah. that, and that's the thing about it. The university don't care as long as, quote-unquote, they're not punished for your actions. Yeah, but fuck them because they're all part of the same system. And, I, I mean, it's like, yeah, if you fuck up a powerhouse of football and people don't get to get a good college football game on Saturday for two or three years. Woohoo. Yeah, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Even I don't really care that much about college sports, man. No. I, I tried, man, but I just can't get over the mental hurdle of these motherfuckers ain't getting paid, man. Yeah. I can't get I, over I, that I don't hurdle. Know anything else, and it's amazing in other fields. You can have 15 year olds, 14 year olds, 12, 9 year olds that can be professional actors, professional, all kinds of stuff, and get paid for this. Yeah, well, I would, uh, like, I talked to Will this week. On Twitter, and my main thing is, I would be completely okay with it if the colleges took the academics seriously. Yeah, but they um, don't. But they never will, and I would also be okay with it if they paid them. Everything else you're arguing is just some type of my small point in the bigger moral scheme of things yeah. of these kids basically getting fucked. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I feel you like like if they really took this, we're gonna really educate you and they really, really took it serious and really, really helped them account. I'd be okay with that. Yes, I would too, but the problem is that don't lie to me and say we'll give you education when at the end of the day or when bowls come around or the you know March Madness come around, these niggas out of school for months and weeks on end. Not That's- just that, but they give them grades. Like Fuck, fuck the fact that oh, we're giving you an education. No, you're giving people grades. They're not learning shit for a lot of them. And those that do take advantage of it, that's beautiful, that's great. But I think the ones who aren't taking advantage of it should have to go home. And you're like, oh, that hurts the kid. No, that doesn't. Because if you start that sending... That university. That's why they're not doing it. If you start sending the majority of great college players that don't want to do work, if you send them home, the NFL find, will find those guys. That's the difference, and that's what the the hypocrite part of this is. is yes, they will. The only way into the NFL is through this fucking hypocritical system. And then if you were to say, okay, we're going to take academics seriously, which means your football you watch on Saturday will not be nearly as good uh, because we'll, a lot of these... We'll be watching Notre Dame and Penn State yeah, all year round. And a lot of these kids... Well, Penn State, not really. Penn State has... Uh, great athletes, but yeah, Notre Dame especially. Yeah. But um, you will you will see all of a sudden the NFL will start recruiting people straight up out of like the 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 uh the CFL or whatever the fuck. Like they will find people. Oh, they right. will find people that did not were not able to stay in college because of academics, but were physically gifted enough to play in the pros. They will find those people. Yes, that's the difference, and that's why it's fucked up. Is because basically you're saying the only road into this system as of right now is through college, and we're just gonna instead of enforcing our college rules, we're gonna make it more easier for these dudes just to keep them on the field. And it's like, well, you're actually not helping them either. No, you don't, and they don't care about them. And that's the thing. If they really cared about them, really educate them, educate them on ages, educate them on if you do go pro, what to do with your money. Right. I mean, I mean, edu- if, if if you really are, 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 I mean, I'm not even saying they need to do all that because most of them will never ever go pro. That's true. Most of these dudes are never going to do anything other than play football at this school. So I'm not even saying they need to do that. I'm just saying if fucking educate them like you educate everybody else and say if you can't hack it, get the fuck out. Yeah, That's what you would do with me. Said that again. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's so envious of college athletes they're like, they get to play. Be envious of them because they just getting free grades if you're going to be envious of some shit. And that's the wrong part. They shouldn't get free grades. And I, t- and I guarantee you, if a kid is running the fucking four three forty, 
the, the, the charges will find him. You know what I'm saying? It, it, oh, yeah. They will, they will find him. So, anyway. Uh, moving on. We got an iTunes review. And don't forget, guys, you can leave reviews of the show on iTunes, on Podomatic, or on Facebook. Just go to either one of those sites. Type in The Black Guy Who Tips. And it brings brings you right to our page. Um, the latest I, uh, review is from Larian, who uh, normally calls the show. Uh, I guess he forgot this week. Um, and he says, this is by far the best podcast I've ever come across. I've tried a few in the past, but they don't hold my interest at all. Uh, with this show, I actually look forward to each and every episode, and that's not because I call in and harass it as much as possible, <laughs> but because it is both thought-provoking and entertaining. I've actually had the podcast downloaded on my laptop on the way to work in my car so I can listen at work. If that doesn't say how good it is, I don't know what does. Rod and Karen are a great duo, and the guests are usually equally as entertaining. Try it out. You ain't doing nothing better with your time anyways. <laughs> so thank you very much for that, Larry. Thank uh, you. We really appreciate it, man. We um, do. And let's go ahead and look at some uh, email. We only had one email, but it was a kind of an email conversation that Ruben and me had. And Ruben is the guy that him and Shauna, his wife, they write into the show, but they use Ruben's account most of the time. And okay, she cool. makes she makes Ruben say whatever she wants him to say. Ah. He says, hey, Rod and Karen, I agree with a lot of what you and Karen have to say. However, you have made your most ignorant statement to date. Ooh. On the last podcast, in so, so many words, you explained that the amount of money you have determines the type of parent you will be and how your kids will turn out. I wish it was that simple. The money that I have or don't have is only half of the formula when it comes to raising kids. Do you really think that people like Antonio Cromartie and Floyd are raising their kids or just writing a check. A check can't teach you to throw a football or help you with homework. Regardless of the amount of money that you have, and I'm doing you a favor here because you said irregardless, and I don't like that word. That's a made-up word. You can always use regardless instead of irregardless. Um, regardless of the amount of money you have, you have to be accessible to, in order to be a good parent. There's no way you can be accessible if you have eight kids with eight women. Ruben W. And Floyd got himself arrested to avoid fighting Pac-Man. Eh, I, I don't like Floyd, but I ain't really on his dick like the way y'all probably think I am. I really could give a fuck about this dude outside of that ring. I like the way he fights, so... And, you, I don't. If he's avoiding Pac-Man, then that's ripping both of us off. Is yeah. how I look at it. If you're a Pac-Man fan, and you think he would beat Floyd? You getting ripped off. And if I think Floyd would beat him, I'm getting ripped off. Until this fight happens, we're both getting ripped off. But more importantly, back to your point, we never ever said how much money you have determines what kind of parent you'll be. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you even admit yourself that it's half the formula when it comes to raising kids. So if it's half the formula and somebody got a lot of money, I'm saying if they have the will, they can be a good parent. Even if they have eight kids, even if they have 12 kids, they actually don't have the same responsibilities you have. So they can make every dance recital if they want to because they have financial freedom. And if that's a bad thing, then I don't know what you're talking about. I don't get it. So I'm not saying that Cromartie is a great father. I'm saying we obsess over celebrity parents with lots of children, and we assume that they're not responsible. We assume their kids will not be raised right, yeah. and we make all these little, you know, convenient things to, to shit on them. Meanwhile, you walk to the movies on Saturday night, and there's a shit ton of kids in there whose parents have dropped them the fuck off. And those kids are more likely the ones that can rob, will rob you, mm-hmm. take your shit. You know, the kind that will probably be heading to jail soon. That's the difference to me. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm saying we always just assume a guy who's an athlete has a lot of kids. That dude's a piece of shit. His kids will be pieces of shit. And I think that that money doesn't determine it. But it's funny how we get on the people that have the money. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying it makes you a good parent to have money or not have money. But when we see a, a, a person who's having a lot of children and they're rich, everyone decides like that person's a piece of shit and their kids will not be raised right. Everyone. You know, even in these, I'm not reading everyone's these emails, but even in these emails, you know, you're talking about kids having drug problems. You're talking about, uh, you know, kids, uh, uh, you know, like uh, kids getting into porn, like with uh, Fishburne's daughter and stuff. Yeah. And it's these, and that's the kind of assumptions I'm saying is like, okay, so if Larry Fishburne's daughter is in porn, and there's, I don't know, umpty billion rich people in, in LA, and one of them has a kid that does porn. What do you think the other hundreds and and the other thousands of people who do porn come from? They ain't coming from rich people. No, they're not. So uh, why are we all on the rich people's dick? It's like we even you're saying by in this like email that you kind of expect rich people to be better parents. You expect them not to have any kids that fuck up if they got all that money. And I'm saying that's a fucked up double standard. Yeah, because. Children will be children, and once children get to a certain age, I don't care how good or bad of a parent you are, they're going to do what they want to do. And it's and not even to mention the racism that's associated with this shit, because this is never comes down on white athletes. You never hear Scott Skiles brought up when they talk about people having too many kids and not being responsible. It's always some nigga. I don't know why. We just ah. assume no matter how much money you give a nigga, he ain't going to raise his kids. Yeah, like, okay. Buckets. Yeah, meanwhile, you got motherfuckers like Daryl Strawberry ending up with kids that uh, that that played ball for Maryland and uh, uh, upstanding King, mm-hmm. the King dude. He got all kinds of kids. The dude to do the talk show. King, I don't Larry know. Larry King, Larry King, yeah, Larry King he is all kinds, of all kids. kinds of kids from all kinds of marriages and broken homes. You don't hear that shit brought up because he's white and and he's not an athlete. It's just fucking. It's, it's just thinly veiled racism in my opinion but you know it, it's like you can watch Kate plus 8 get a reality show wow. the parents break the fuck up on the air basically yeah. get a divorce he's cheating on her and somehow that's not as bad as Cromartie having four three year olds I don't give a fuck uh, anyway um we also got some Facebook comments okay so uh we have Mr. Antagonist, who uh, does the Player Hater Podcast. Cool. Uh, make sure you guys check his podcast out on iTunes or Podomatic. Just search for the Player Hater. It'll come up. And I think you'll really like the last episode. It's called Your Husband's Girlfriend. And me and Karen are on the episode near the end, doing a little uh, chiming in on the, on the subject. And, uh, you know, I'll say it again. He has one of the best uh, podcasts out there. It's very well edited and... You know, I really enjoyed listening to it. So, um, he just gave us a shout out. Um, John Molman, I don't know how you pronounce that. He wrote, great show, just started downloading and plan to keep doing so. Fantastic work. Um, cool. And I just said thanks, man. I, I mean, that's so random. I don't know that guy. Yeah. How awesome is that? <laughs> well, I guess you lose count once you have over a hundred fans. A hundred. I mean, a thousand fans. Yeah. A hundred fans. Don't shortchange us. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Took a while to get these fans. <laughs> um, Looked hard. Yeah, then uh, also uh, Michelle wrote in and she said, Sup, y'all? My son and self. I didn't know y'all were on Facebook now. Sitting next to my girl, Kay, listening or catching up on, you know, Love Rise Mouth. Kay has to hear my sailor's mouth at work, too. Uh, laugh my ass off. Good job. 
and she is Karen's co-worker. Yes. So, the only co-worker that knows about this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else. So, I thank her for writing in. Um, then we had a couple people that saw the bullet ball thing, and Tanisha says, uh, laughing my ass off at my point, this dude is playing hard as shit. I have several questions. Who is we? When he said we stayed in my car. Remember That's that? right. What made him think it was okay to sell his wife's wedding ring? What was so great in Chicago that he needed to sell all his shit to go there to push this game? <laughs> did we? Did he and his wife not have any other means of entertainment, uh, entertainment other than rolling the cat ball back and forth uh-huh. on the dinner table? I'm just saying. Well, you know what, Tanisha? You can only fuck so many times. Then you look at the cat ball and you're like, well, I guess we roll this we back until I yeah. get it up again. Um, ah! Chonilla, which is a podcast that I really like. I've been listening to a lot lately in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they are good. I listen to one. Their website is chonilla.com, C-H-O-N-I-L-L-A.com. And she says, holy Jesus, bullet ball is more depressing than solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> and that I said, sad. I said, his failure gives me strength. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the the episode with Anthony, uh, domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lashonda wrote in. Um, now that I have the history of bullet ball, I don't know whether to crack up every time you mention it or cry a little for its creator. Ah. Um, and Josh Myers says so funny. He likes uh, when he's like my point, my point. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Um, and that's that's the that's the new updates for this week. Um. And then let's go to the message board before we end the show. No problem. Um, uh, I made a joke about the worst username on SOHH.com, PL2584. Mm-hmm. Sounding like a robot. He says, I don't sound like a robot. I only do that during intercourse. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Suck my dick, bitch. Take my cock. Um, <laughs> and then Triple Hate, he said, he said something about the Larnberg Institute. Uh, which is the school that Anthony played against mm-hmm. that had all that illegal shit going on. Yeah, new changing shirts. Changing jersey numbers before yeah. games. Uh, they they, had, they got into trouble with, you know, guys not even do, going to class or having class. It was just chewing around playing basketball. Wow. Yeah, just touring around from spot to spot playing basketball. He says, uh, well, remember the Memphis squad with all the Lorenberg Institute niggas, etc.? Early in the year before school even started, my first cousin, local hood hoop star, got accepted into the institute and was on the squad with them and practicing, etc. Slight problem. My cousin ain't ever passed the seventh grade. Oh. So if they found a way to slide him onto the squad, I can't imagine what else they doing. Only reason he didn't play all year is he got homesick and he was only 45 minutes from home. But damn, um, nigga, I was two and a half and I ain't miss my mama. Well, the, the other thing that's weird. Well, this is uh, this isn't college. This is high school. Oh. But the okay. other thing that's weird is that um, they're not really forty five minutes from your hit home. Triple Hate. Those dudes travel all year long and just play in basketball tournaments. So I can see why he would get homesick. You're, you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, whatever, and your entire day consists of hopping in a van. Or bus or yeah, going job. to play basketball somewhere like else. A professional. Um. And then in the other episode, which is uh, Will and Justin battle for co-hosts, I got one ju- vote for Justin, two for Will, and then I got three for, and I created this poll myself, but I got three for, man, fuck you and your shitty podcast, bitch, nigga. Ha <laughs> ha! So, um... Oh, they, that, that's in the lead, ain't it? Yeah, that, that's, I mean, so I guess we don't have a winner yet, you know? Ah. So, uh... It might be neither one. Yeah, maybe maybe neither one, maybe we can't ever have either one of them back. 
I don't know how we're gonna do it. Um, I know. So, uh, Master Man said he like Mastermind eighty four said I like that you guys don't do listener feedback during the regular show. It's addition by subtraction. So, yeah, man, that's why we changed this format. We're doing it for you guys. And speaking of doing it for you, hey, let's get some donations going, guys. Huh? So, what do you think about that? We take PayPal. PayPal takes check, Mastercard, Visa, American <laughs> Express, and debit. Yeah. And any amount, we don't even care. Fifty cent a dollar, it all equals. It all equals uh, money to us. Yeah. Do I need to start um, talking like a reverend uh, at the end of every show in order to get us a little couple more donations? No. Do we need? Do we really need to be like feed the black guy who tips? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but to donate to the show, you go to our Podomatic page, or you can also go to our blog, which is the blackouttips.blogspot.com. And look on the right-hand column. There's a donate button, uh, and it's PayPal. Click on there. Give us some money. We need the money so we can do bigger things like pay somebody to make us a logo if we got to do that shit. Yeah. Or, you know, we can also do things like, I don't know, uh, have our own website. So Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we bought the location. Yeah, exactly. Ain't nobody else buy it. It's like an empty parking lot. <laughs> I'm like, Damn. Ain't nobody about nope. Mm-mm. Ain't even got lines. I'm still got trees. Y'all donate, please, so we can knock over the trees and put something out there. <laughs> All right, man. So, um, thank you guys. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D A T. And we will talk to you guys. Uh, shit. Uh, I guess we'll talk to them tomorrow. Yes. All right. Love Peace you. Peace out. Love you too, baby. Wow. What I need for keeps this silly game we play, play. Now look at this madness. The magnet keeps attracting me, me. I try to run, but see I'm not that fast. I think I'm first, but surely finish last, last. Cause day and night, the lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone through the day and night. The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night, at, at, at night, day and night. The lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone, some things will never change. The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night, at, at, at night. Hold the phone. The lonely stoner, Mr. Solo Dolo. He's on the move, can't seem to shake the shade. Within his dreams, he sees the life he made. Made. The pain is deep. A silent sleeper, you won't hear a peep. Deep. The girl he wants don't seem to want him to. It seems the feelings that she had her through. Through. Cause day and night.